Check it out. Oh man, welcome to another episode of the N for the N Word for Nerd Podcast. Actually, we're going to jump right into it because I read something that the first 15 seconds determines if people keep watching your video. So what better to give people in the first 15 seconds? Robots. Robots and machines. Machines and robots. So I decided we were going to do today our top four list of robots. And I'm going to jump right into it, going four to number one. My number four is going to be J5 from Short Circuit. <laughs> Johnny number five. <laughs> yep, Johnny number five. Man. Oh, that's 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 bringing it from from deep, deep, deep. <laughs> oh, I mean, it was a t- it was close between Blank Man's J5 and then Johnny number five from Short Circuit, but <laughs> Johnny number five from Short Circuit did a little bit more work than Blank Man's J5. Oh, man. So scary. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so J five number four. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So uh, Johnny number five, number four. My number three for everybody is going to be the Iron Giant. Love that movie. My one. number three right there. Very my number one. two is going to be the T one thousand. I mean, uh, and everybody classic. was like, "Oh, it's not the T." Yeah, everybody's like, "It's not going to be the T 800 I'm like, "No, the one thousand could actually yeah. act like a human. He could sympathize. He was emotional." If you weren't crying when he thumbs up at the end, you didn't have any human emotions, all right? <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to do that. And um, my number one, which it, I had to debate and argue with that, I'm classifying him as a robot because majority of his body is robot, is <laughs> RoboCop. my number one robot. Nope. That's yep. the cyborg. That's it's in his name, Robocop. Robot. It's in his name, Robo. Where's that short for? Robo, two different things. Two different things. Robo is in his name. That is literally the definition of it. He is a robot with a human brain. That is it. Next week, his... when we do top four cyborgs, you should absolutely <laughs> use him. <laughs> Hold on. A cyborg has to be at least almost equal parts robot and human. Absolutely. Well, Robocop is completely all robots except for his head. We're also we're talking brain. cyborgs. Wouldn't the T one thousand be a cyborg too? Because he was covered in, in living tissue. Mm, Once again, no. as I said, so it the definition. Because I looked it up, the definition of a robot versus so a was cyborg Robocop. Be, yeah, no, Robocop was dictated by his brain, not by by an artificial intelligence. Like he was programmed as well. He couldn't. He couldn't. He couldn't uh, uh, dis- disobey his four uh, uh, prime directives. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like so, I said again, did, did I looked he, it up. he didn't have he didn't have free will like a like yes. a <laughs> that big thing that he fought that's like a like the baby of an ATAT. That's a robot. <laughs> what was it? Uh, well, ED one hundred two or something like yeah, that. Yeah, ED, yeah, 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 yeah. At one thousand. That's what. <laughs> Jason cheating already. <laughs> look, look, straight up. If his name gonna, is I'm robot, I'm gonna cheat you as well. So and it's number one spot. What well, you're gonna say, Date, aren't you? <laughs> Well, in that case, since uh, Jaren's ruined Jason's list, Jason, go and give us your top four robots. <laughs> My number four was Iron Giant because, you know, he's lovable. Number three would be any one of the Gundams. Uh, I don't mm. like, you know, anime as much, but I used to love watching Gundam Wing when I was a kid. So any one of the Gundams. Here's the badass. question, though. Would that be considered a droid rather than a no, robot? No, that's a giant fighting robot. It's Is in it the piloted by humans. That's what I'm saying. That's, the, that's why I took the Dragonzoid off mine. I took the Dragonzoid off mine because he was pilot. He has to be piloted yeah, by humans. Voltron's human. not in this either. Oh my god, Voltron had feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Number two would be Bender. 
from Futurama. Oh, that is a, a good one. one. That's a great. <laughs> he's a hundred percent robot. Yeah, he, yeah, he's yeah. proud robot, ro, robo human, robotic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. he may be considered sexuality. And the number one, which also be cheating because he's an android, <laughs> though we're splitting hairs, is Data. <laughs> because Data is the best. That's that's what that's what you want a robot to be: helpful, kind, intelligent, and not murderous. Unless you talk about his various Lord. siblings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jaren, top four Thanks. robots. For number four, I'm reaching all the way back to the 90s, and I don't think he ever got out of the 90s. Scud, the disposable assassin, is my number four. Um, wow. That's a deep cut, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But wow. a great character. Great character. <laughs> had, had a real big issue, like a, a Mr. Meeseeks com, you know, complex with the, oh, my target's dead, so I guess I can't kill myself. I'll just stay. I'll stick around. <laughs> Um, uh, oh, Soundwave is probably my favorite Transformer. So, Soundwave, I think Transformers, they're, robots are in they're uh, yeah, they're in disguise. The robots, I was gonna kind of argue that, but they're, they're robots. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess this one's the the closest to toe in the line, but Ultron, uh, Hank Pym made his body, he's a complete, yeah. you know, artificial intelligence. So, Ultron. And then uh, K2SO from Rogue One, uh, the uh, sassy, the only droid I've ever seen in Star Wars that didn't make me want to punch a wall. Like, like R2-2 sucks. All the Star Wars droids. All their droids are the worst. So Mandalorian, the murder, the murder droid in Mandalorian is pretty dope too. IG-88. He was not IG-88. He was IG-80 something, 83 or something. Yeah. But I mean, everybody's going to kill us because there's no Optimus. Like, so that's going to be the biggest thing that we didn't put Optimus on any of our lists. Like, people will destroy us for that. I feel like the Michael Bay movies ruined Optimus Prime for me, especially uh, the third one where he was just like, "Yeah, we're just going to let you destroy the Chicago just to prove a point." Like, (laughs) that makes you culpable, bro. Part of this. <laughs> uh, any honorable, any honorable mentions that you all had that were close to making a list, but kept them all. Oh yeah, my honorable mention is the um, the butter robot from Rick and Morty. <laughs> this is <laughs> your purpose. So what is my purpose? <laughs> Give me butter. Oh you god. <laughs> I would what say R two D two because mm-hmm. fuck you, Jaren. <laughs> Trash. Sand, my how did he get through the desert? It's bullshit. Those tracks, are <laughs> it's a fantasy movie. He got through the desert through magic. Okay, okay. <laughs> he secretly had the force too, and you just yeah. didn't know it. Uh, Robots can have the force, it's all it's yeah. everywhere. My honorable That's mention was R2D2, and my, my close to second because I couldn't justify it was the Dragon Zoid from Power Rangers, but I felt like that is a droid, it had to be yeah. controlled by a human and not a robot. So but I would love that, to put them on there. That would be the only time in human history where everybody gets lit when a flute is played. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's got a flute out. Oh, no. <laughs> well, hopefully everybody enjoyed that. Welcome to the end for Nerd Podcast. Like I mentioned before, I'm your host, Jason, here with my two funny, great associates that keep bringing all this top-notch content to everybody. Before we begin, if you like what you heard, Please comment down below, but also remember to like, subscribe, share, and follow us 
on pretty much everything. We're on YouTube and Facebook under Head Cannon Circus, and we're under all the listening devices for podcasts. So you can find us again there under Head Cannon Circus as well. Let's jump right into my co-host, Jaron. How's it going today, sir? I'm doing awesome. How you doing? All right. And then we have the Duke of all nerds, Jason. <laughs> how are you today, my friend? I haven't been deposed yet, so that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got some, I mean, you, you just got some jewelry recently, didn't you? Like, I heard I you were slaying people. I got a silver medal in my gym's tournament, BJJ tournament, and I got it because one guy got injured and I won one. So that's that's great. But mostly I got beat up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case, if anybody wants some smoke, we're, we're Jason's our, not yeah. only our Duke, but also our bodyguard. So uh, we'll just hand. keep that <laughs> Right? I've got two uh, so Punch in the throat and run away. <laughs> right? <laughs> My old movies not even just cry, and, and hopefully they'll feel sorry for me and walk away. But yeah. <laughs> you can do that fetal position in a cry. Usually, people feel bad and just be like, "It's not worth it." Grown <laughs> <laughs> man crying? Oh, I can't do this. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, right in front of my daughters too. I let them know it's a defense mechanism. Uh, so <laughs> today's theme, which we have themed pretty well, while we did the top four robots, is because today's theme is going to be. A lot of shows that could include robots, machinery, droids, cyborgs, all the robotic clan all together. So speaking of that, uh, this is actually a movie that Jaron put me on to on Netflix. It is The Mitchells versus The Machines. And Jaron was so excited to talk about this because one big reason is because the animation. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to mute my mic and allow Jaron and Jason to geek over the animation for five minutes. You guys have five minutes, and then we'll get into reviewing of the movie. So, Jaren, how was the animation, and what did you enjoy? Wow. Um, First of all, Sony, they've been knocked out of the park with their animation. uh, Into the Spider-Verse, probably one of my favorite animated movies in the last 20 years. This one was a lot of fun. I love love how how clean, I guess, the the character models look. They definitely have a a style that flows through all of them, but the... um, Man, the rigging that they had to do to get some of the uh, some of the outlandish expressions was phenomenal. Uh, the uh, the direction was good. The camera was in a great place almost all the time. The jokes hit well. Um, I love the two dimensional art on like for the eyes. You can get a th- the 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 eyes themselves are like three dimensional, but oftentimes they'll have interesting things happening with their pupils or like kind of sketched extra parts of their eyes or whatever that goes on top of it. Looked exceptional. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, just style, 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 but it wasn't at the expense of substance because the substance was there too. It was, it is family friendly. Um, it is, it's not R rated. There's not blood in it, but it, I mean, uh, it still is a fantastic outing in every way possible. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Jason, what did you think about the animation? You know what? At, at first I wasn't feeling it. Like when the movie started, I was like, I am not feeling, I did not like how they were, uh, blending like real life um videos with this you know with this 3d style um but as the movie progressed like they just have like a kineticism to it that was so infectious that like everything was like like it was it was like i just ate a whole bunch of fruity loops or something like that and i was on a sugar high like everything was so kinetic and so fast and and fast paced and like the animation was just so smooth and great like I couldn't help but just like getting carried along with it. I was like, oh, man, this is kind of dope, you know. And I would have to agree with Jaren. Like, you know, 
even though at first I was not kind of feeling it, like you can tell, like the, they put a lot of thought in the character designs. Uh, each character you could tell, like from their like silhouettes, how they were different. Uh, the comedy was top notch, especially like the two robots, the two broken oh. robots yeah. were hilarious. Like yeah. I had like was not chuckling at first, and then I found myself like really laughing out loud whenever they were on screen. As like those animators captured like. The differences between like the human forms and the robot forms are still making them relatable. You know, it's it's kind of like you could go one extreme and make them like completely like foreign robots and like make them un unrelatable. We're gonna talk about this one in our next segment. Uh, but this this show this movie was was great. It was it was it was fun. That's the best part about it. It was fun. Yeah, and like yeah, that's I mean as as a as a fellow animator type. Um, I paid particular attention to when the entire family was dressed as robots and their walk cycles when they were in the lines with the robots. I was yes. like, did they just transplant the rock cycle from the actual robot to the people? No, they didn't. No, they did a great no. job of making them fail ever so slightly at looking what they're trying to look like. And I thought that was fantastic. Movies like this which makes me wish that I had not failed art school. <laughs> that's what, that's what. <laughs> That's why they, it, it makes me sad because, <laughs> because I am not doing animation today. I do computer programming, which is, you know, important work. Way more lucrative. Yeah, but it's not as fun. I Every so often I, I, I see things like this and I hearken back to the days when I was a lonely art student trying to fill out my sketchbook, you know, spending hours in front of my computer, moving vertices just to, you know, get models done. And like this, this movie was, was, Admit it brought a tear to my eye. It was <laughs> <laughs> that dog. Oh, um, like, like I, I was like, oh my god, this is their their version of the minion. And then yeah. as they as you get on, and I was like, this dog is adorable. I love this dog. <laughs> <laughs> right. I did so much with that dog. It it's great. just like yeah, like the 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 painterly style of the textures on it, like it it was great. Like everything made sense to the to the movie they were doing. Even down to the soundtrack and the movie they put, the, the music they played, they put in a terrible song from 2008, but it was a part of the story. There was a right, reason right. why that song was in it. So when it came back around, it's like, You're oh, like, this is an emotional beat. This is yeah, great. Yeah. Even yeah. though I hate the song, this yeah. is awesome. That they, <laughs> and they, 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 they cut T.I. out of it. Yeah. So like a lot of <laughs> yeah. other movies, especially a lot of kids' movies, they'll just have some random ass song and then, you know, the trolls be dancing to some stupid you know, pop song for no reason other than the fact that they're doing it. But this one, it actually made sense to why they were doing these things. And it was yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, yeah, for anybody who wants to check that out on Netflix, it's the Mitchells versus the Machines. I kind of, I wholeheartedly agree. Thumbs up. I think my top three things that I enjoyed about the movie that parents you should care about. One, the kids are not annoying. You actually like these kids in this movie, which is, seems to be very hard to pull off in movies lately. To make you like the kids, kid was great. <laughs> yes, the brother, yeah, the younger brother was yeah. amazing. <laughs> um, two, like, like Jason said, both of them mentioned the running gags actually don't get tired and they're enjoyable. I mean, dog pig or loaf of bread still <laughs> makes me laugh, even to this moment, it still makes me laugh because it's just, it's just it's a just great so gag and yeah. it's useful, though. The, the, the gag is like you said, a yeah. lot of the gags in the movie are useful. And then the number three thing I enjoyed about it is you got to see a female lead that was competent, didn't need to be saved, but also like was moved into the modern era. She was, you know, basically 
an animator, director. Like, she had a skill and a talent that she was very good at, and we don't get a lot of characters in that kind of arc. Especially with me being a father of two daughters, like, I tend to get to follow those kind of threads when you get strong, competent female characters. So, for me, definitely recommend it. No questions asked. Um, I'm assuming we all three recommend this movie, right? Yes. Thumbs up. All right. all right. So, again, check it on Netflix. Go ahead, Jason. Any closing words? I was going to say, what does what what uh, Roger Ebert used to say? Was it like Cisco and Ebert, the two thumbs up? Two thumbs right. Up. Yeah, two yeah. thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to bring out the 11 color uh, mental <laughs> film rating system, but yeah, <laughs> two snaps and a twist. <laughs> but no, I don't, I don't think that would fly nowadays. <laughs> You're right. But I mean, we are on a show where the, the title is The N Word. Uh, yeah. <laughs> for your podcast, so uh, <laughs> they expected us to be civil, they came to the wrong podcast, but yeah. So, we gave all I think that's the first time we've all agreed on something on this show. Man, this is gonna soon put us out of business, I guess. You're lucky that movie was so good because at first I was definitely not into it, <laughs> <laughs> but I guess we'll go to the number two thing here, and I'm pretty sure we are all gonna probably disagree a bit on this one. Uh, Still staying on Netflix. Netflix did the volume two of Love, Death, and Robots. And again, we got two animation geeks on here. So in each episode, pretty much had a different animation style. So before we get into that, I guess I can tell everybody what it's about, since I didn't do a good job of that for the Mitchells versus the Machines. <laughs> uh, Love, Death, and Robots is an anthology series that deals with, who guessed it? Love, death, and possibly in robots. So each uh, episode takes place in a different kind of situation. I want to say even different universe. So it's similar to your Twilight Zones and uh, creep shows and it's things like that. But it's, it's on a sci-fi horror kick, and it's all animated. So that's what kind of gives it an extra boost there. Uh, a lot of the episodes are usually between ten minutes to seventeen minutes, maybe the longest one I think they've ever I've ever seen on there. But I did a volume two here, so. Let's jump right into it with Jason. What are your thoughts about Love, Death, and Robots Volume 2? So the first volume blew my mind. Okay. There were some things in there that were so great that, like, like as I said, there's things that, like, you make you, you, you – I saw it, and I was like, damn it, I wish I just kept with this stuff because this is so amazing. And this one, like, I kind of felt, like, kind of disappointed in, in a way. There was some – there was definitely some good animation, but there was no story for me that was really, like – wow there was mm. and there was really nothing in there that was really wow for me either like um there uh the one that i kind of liked the most and it was and the art style is not something that i particularly like was the uh episode with the ice whales if you guys oh, remember yeah. with the, the modded teens and the running like that and the only reason i even like that the most is because of the heart that they put into the brother uh, tripping and falling and having his non-modded brother kind of save his life to, so he can kind of like uh, you know show him that he is useful and he is you know something that uh, a member of society or whatever and then at the end they get to see the space whales ice whales glowing in the darkness and I thought that was pretty cool but even like that dark sort of like the character designs didn't really work for me so like this this season there was nothing nothing out there that I went and I was like wow like the first season, right. there was at least three or four where I was like, "Wow!" And I was talk. I can talk to. Did you see, you know, the werewolf one, or did you see the the one about the three robots and the cats? That was hilarious. Or the thing with the the, the guy was a, a toaster the whole entire time, and he wanted to come back to be or a pool cleaner. He wanted to go back mm -hmm. to being a pool cleaner. 
like this one, I was just, there was nothing that that really like stood out to me as as groundbreaking. I feel like this is what that show needs to be. That's just my humble opinion. Uh, yeah, there was nothing I, I I enjoyed what I watched, but it was nothing that that blew my mind, and and that's why kind of what I watched the show for. All right, Jaron, what do you think? I'm surprised to hear that, Jason, because my favorite in it was I thought going to be your favorite, which was Snow in the Desert, which might as well have been a Star Wars story for all intents and purposes. Um, I mean, I felt all the way through very Star Wars. You got alien bounty hunters, you got CD, you know, places where they hang out, and get drinks, the mortal people, <laughs> an immortal person. Um, I don't know why it stood out to me so much, but I loved because they were in the desert and, uh, uh, you saw the water thieves in the beginning, so you knew that um, uh, uh, liquid was at a, a premium. When she sat his beer down, she had like that lock on top yeah, of the beer. That she had the coat on to release the beer so he could have it. Thought that was fucking cool. Oh, that blew my mind. Absolutely loved it. Uh, the facial animation in it was absolutely stunning. Um, they managed. They they did that thing where they they said we're going for realism, and they didn't trip up in the uncanny valley, which is very easy to do. Um, I like that one probably a lot. The one episode two, man. If you have if you have children, it's really it's a hard watch. <laughs> that one is hard bleak. watch. <laughs> that uh, that I mean, it, it shook me. And I actually I told my friend who, who has a newborn daughter. I was like I was like you because he watches them with me. I was like maybe we skip episode two for you because I don't think you want to. <laughs> and uh, I mean, and and he was like, uh, based on what you said, no, I don't. I was like, okay, okay. Um, the first episode was fun with the, the 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 little Roomba on acid that was trying to kill everybody and her being on text the whole time. Oh, you've oh. activated century mode accidentally. <laughs> Get out of there. We're the worst looking people I have ever seen. That's fair. <laughs> Art style wise, I did not like the way they looked. It was creepy. But it was also what happened if Wally turned evil, I guess. I don't know. I thought the story was fun. It kept me there. Um, but yeah. Uh, Snow in the Desert was the standout. It was it was the one that I would put equivalent to the werewolf story in the first one. Um, and yeah, and I really love the big the big uh, aliens or the big monsters that fought each other in the first one. Uh, episode one of the first that was phenomenal. And then the one where they go out into space and that big spider alien that is trying. That spider thing thing was, yeah, it was yeah, so yeah. crazy, that was awesome. man. That was awesome. And, and I got. I gotta interrupt for one second, though. I, something I didn't leave out. You know, there was uh, the one with Michael B. Jordan. Um, yes, I was. I, I did enjoy that one. Um, there were parts in that where I was like, "Is that really Michael B. Jordan?" Like, no, that's not really. Is that really? <laughs> no, <laughs> <not> really. <laughs> so that there, there was yeah. some definitely some groundbreaking stuff in it. It's just like all the, it, you know, I'm a a hundred the, the whole package kind of guy, and for me, like a lot of the stories just didn't hit. So, and there was a lot less of them. Yeah, and there was a yeah, lot of in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. <clears throat> um, but yeah, that Michael B. Jordan one. That was that was. I was gonna get that. Snow in the desert is my favorite. That Michael B. Jordan one was phenomenal. You felt the threat of that that mess. That robot that's that's malfunctioning. Every time he hit something, there was a there was a weight and there was a punch to his impacts. And I mean, he's already injured. He just got out of a, a crash. He's you know, I mean, she cannot leave that area because there's no oxygen outside. Like it's like he's stuck in there with it. I mean, I was, I, 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 yeah. steps on his hand and cracks. Oh, oh yeah. that was gnarly. Ooh, good, good I stuff. recommend that one. 
So okay. You, you so, just don't even recommend snow in the desert at all. You didn't think that was fun? It was fun. It's just I don't know. It just didn't. I don't know. It just didn't work for me. I just, that's okay. just my thing. I was just like unimpressed. I guess. I like the. Okay. Well, let's do this. And that's the, my bar is two, low. Right. <laughs> the two immortals found each other. It's like oh love. <laughs> well, let's do this. Let's look at. Uh, I got the list of the episodes, and we'll run through them, and then if uh, let you guys. Because it seems like Jaren's more pro these episodes than anti. So we'll do a little compare pro and con here. So give a one sentence reason why you will recommend it. And Jason, give a one sentence why you didn't think it was that impressive. All right. All right. We can do this. Let's this do this. Fun. So it's the like first one is the automated customer service. That is the one where the Roomba kind of cleaning bot goes haywire and tries to kill <laughs> its owner. So Jaren, why would you suggest this one? Uh I know he's going to say the art style is trash, and it is. Um, uh, the, story's, <laughs> the story's fun, and that moment where the neighbor finally realizes what's going on and loads his shotgun and then gets tasered in the face had me on the floor. I was, I was like, that's great. <laughs> Jason, why would you why why you that impressed? The art style is trash. It is disgusting. It's hard to look at. I couldn't, I, I had to, I was looking at my phone. That's how bad it was. Looking. I couldn't even look at the screen. That's how bad the art style is. So there, don't look uh, at it. All right. I, I would I would recommend automated customer service. I thought it was a cute way to open it, but note it. The next one is ice, and that is the one where the, the race in the competition uh with the brothers and the class conflict and all that. Jaron, why would you suggest people to watch ice? <clears throat> the art style is in this one is is a departure from all the other things. Um it is two-dimensional art ideals that are enhanced with a 3D model. Um, I, I enjoyed it, uh, and I think it was a beautiful story. Jason? Uh, you should watch this one. I thought it was good. But the art style is way too dark. The character designs are a little bit too outlandish for me. Um, yeah, that's it. The, but you should okay. watch it. I thought it was good. Yeah. Part, Ice is probably the only one I wasn't in love with, and I think it was because I didn't. the animation didn't pull me in initially. Uh, Pop Squad, that is the one with the overpopulation, and he's an officer sent to keep population down, which entails him having to sometimes murder children. Uh, Jeremy, <laughs> I'm going to suggest this one. <laughs> this one, I, I I don't recommend it if you have children and you're squeamish. It is, it'll, 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 it'll shake you. Um, but that being said, sometimes art isn't all about just being comfortable, and this is one of those things where it still is kind of a view on society even though we're not quite there yet there there are people that would argue that we are in certain regards with other things that are a little less gun to a child's head but uh i mean the, when that kid holds up that dinosaur in the hopes of getting him on his side and then it's a hard cut. Know. he was just like dinosaur and yeah it was rough it was rough it was rough. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, this one sentence jerry you're doing run-ons uh <laughs> If you never finish your sentence, it's still one sentence. Yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. like I said, you're Lots doing run-ons. <laughs> Lots of comments. <laughs> All right, Jason, would you? Yeah, that was. Are you recommending downer. this one too, or? If you were a parent, stay away. It's a downer. They are killing kids. That's not fun. The ending is is kind of predictable because you will see that you know nobody can maintain that kind of lifestyle and like be like, oh, I'm okay with this for long. So it was kind of like, oh, I know exactly where this is going to go. So it's you can skip it. Um, if Blade Runner twenty fifty and Children of Men spit out a halfway uh, mentally challenged baby, Pop Squad would be it. 
Uh, so, so that's a terrible so, name for such a bleak <laughs> subject. I mean, I, geez, yeah, how flippant can you be? <laughs> exactly, not, he's not prepared. The audience, not at all. Uh, snow in the desert. Basically, I think Jaren hit that pretty well. Uh, snow was hunted by a bunch of hired killers. Uh, to go after him, he meets another young lady, and they spark it up. And then, like I said, we have a conclusion that explains a little bit about everything. Uh, Jaren, your thoughts? Why would you recommend this? Uh, beautiful, well executed, um, and a, a fun. Uh, it definitely gives you the idea that the world is much bigger than this one story. All right, Jason. Why I wouldn't recommend this because the world is so much bigger than this one story. You, you're left wanting more. You want more from the whole <laughs> entire thing. And it's like, oh, it's over. You'll never see about this ever again. So, <laughs> yeah, definitely needs a follow up. I don't want um, you to get blue balls for nothing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, I'll agree with you. I thought Snow in the Desert felt <laughs> so Star Wars that I thought it was actually like old Han Solo when it all went down. So, yeah, I'm right there with you. I loved it. I did enjoy that a lot. So the next one is The Tall Grass. Jaren, why would you watch The Tall Grass? Uh, this was probably my least favorite one just because I'd already seen this movie. I think it's called Tall Grass. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, sorry. I, if you don't know, it's a, a tall grass. The train stops in the middle of nowhere, and the grass is tall. And yeah. uh, one of the passengers gets out to enjoy just a nice, delicious smoke. And realizes that his monsters in that there here feeds all grass. <laughs> the end. <laughs> I saw this in an actual movie not too long ago, and it's yeah, it's just about getting lost in the grass. Yeah, and there were no monsters; just the grass in that one was the bad guys, wasn't it? Mm, or the or the people in the there movie. were definitely yeah, there were definitely like things that had died and then then were reanimated or whatever. Yeah, they found all like for me, it was like there was no real story here. An idiot gets off and you could, the dude was like, don't go wandering. This train's going to leave. If you go off then and you're not back. And he's like, oh, I'm just going to go wandering. This is going to be fine. Uh, also, that conductor, <laughs> that's some bullshit. If he knew, he said, I, I, I've i heard blah, blah, blah. This, that, that, that. Get your ass back on the train. <laughs> what Much are you doing out here? Warning. Yeah, he was real <laughs> fucking casual considering he knows what goes on. <laughs> Don't go a wandering. There might be monsters out there, and they'll rip you to shreds, and you will never ever live again. And it'll be just horrible. No, it's dangerous. Get back on the train. Um, Don't get off the effing train. Look, I'm gonna be here contrarian. I like the tall grass for only one reason. You guys most know that horror is my favorite genre. If this was the opening scene to a horror movie, it would have been great. I'll say minus explanation at the end. Yeah, minus I'm explanation trying. at the end where he's like, oh, must be like some alternate. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't even know any of this stuff you're telling me. Now. Like, I don't but, fucking yeah. know what happened. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> My that movie exists, Jason. I'll send you a link. Yeah. Oh, no, a- I, I know. I'm just saying like this, uh, this opening was, re- I felt like you're right. I felt like it should have been, it was more, if this was a full movie, that opening scene would have been really great. Yeah. Which goes to begs the question, how do you even build the railroad through that in the first place? If there are like the grass, the grass came second, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> clearly. Yeah. Well, fields of grass. Come at it with an industrial mower, and the grass has no power at that point. <laughs> you just hit it. All right. The next one is all through the house. This is a one story that takes place <laughs> on Christmas Eve slash Christmas, and the children are meted by Santa Claus. Ooh. Really old Saint Nightmare. So <laughs> Jaren, why would you suggest this one? This one was short, sweet, and terrifyingly awesome. I thought it was great. I thought it was great. It, 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 not much speaking in it. 
the the wrapping up at the end. What would have happened if we weren't good? Like, <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Jason, well, I, what about me, you? <laughs> I'm going to agree. That was phenomenal. It was, yeah, short, sweet, and to the point. And a creature design for Santa Claus that is out of this world. Yeah. And the way he brings the presence is great. Oh, <laughs> He's horse him up. Right. And I, Jason... I will never celebrate Christmas again. I am Jewish <laughs> now. I'm white menorahs. When you said that it was nothing that wowed you, and I like that's the first thing I thought about. Like that, this that's my favorite. This one's my favorite one. But yes, because it all the thought process of what it was supposed to be and what it ended up being was just amazing to me. So yes, this is my favorite one. Uh, but yeah, I loved it. Yeah, especially the ending. What would happen if we were if we weren't yeah. good? It's oh, so great. It, it, like it chokes out those words too. It's like right. kid. <laughs> yeah. 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 Stay good. Like, <laughs> here's your present. Like, do you have a factory in there? Like, <laughs> I was good this year. Can you choke me out an Xbox X, please? Yeah, right. I love so I'm kid. figuring he gets exactly powered up from the milk and cookies, and he's able to oh, regurgitate these gifts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that gives him the power to do it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the next one on the list is uh, Life Hatch, which is a oh, Life Hutch. Excuse me, Life Hutch, which is has Michael B. Jordan. Um, hey, I'm just gonna say it was probably. The best acting I've ever seen Michael B. Jordan do. <laughs> he wasn't even there. <laughs> right. Exactly. Jared, why would you suggest this? I mean, you said, uh, yeah. why would you suggest watching this one? It was, it was, it was well done. Uh, Michael B. Jordan's mocap looked great, um, and uh, and yeah, I mean, it. Like I said, there was there was actual. You, I, I, I felt the danger, you know, and it. They they did a good job with it, and. Uh, and it was it was very tense. And if you like the horror kind of genre and stuff, I know you like those like tense moments where it's you know, you're really and uh yeah. The the fact that this machine uh has got Tyrannosaurus eyes and can't see shit if it doesn't move is interesting, but you know, all right. I would create that in the future. That's my honorable mention for worthless robots. Well, I think because it malfunctioned, I think that's why yeah. I can only see motion at that point. It's my yeah. guess. Because when it came out, remember okay, it said okay. like it's in the mail. It's better than I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jason. Why? Why would you not? Or would you? Or would you refer this one? Well, as I said, there were parts in this where it was nearly photoreal for me, which is always something great to see. Um, once again, I just I want more. I just want I want this this movie. I want this Michael B. Jordan movie where he's space ranger stuck on a planet trying to figure his way out, and I will never see this ever again because these are just shorts. And I hate. Mm. <laughs> All right, and then the Titan fall to come down and get in the Titan and take off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the next one I think is going to be the hardest one: the drowned giant. So basically, this two uh, hundred foot tall naked body human being washes up on the shore outside of a uh, like a small village or whatever, and the they basically just shows how this giant gets deteriorates and how humans treat things over time. But uh Jaren, what is your thoughts on this one? This is the only one I, I I honestly can't recommend. I also I also think that they ending because this is the last one, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Ending on this one is that, that was a poor choice. It should have been near the, the top of the list so that you could, you know, rinse your palate afterwards. Um I understand where they were trying to go, uh speaking about human nature and things of that. Um 
but it, it was meandering. It didn't go anywhere, and there was no real resolution uh, other than the main guy, the, the voiceover, kind of just positing about the nature of things. So I was like, mm -hmm. so, yeah. All right, was it, Jason? It was a big meh, and also, like, <laughs> kind of gross like there's a giant naked dude like and you're letting your kids just kind of walk all over it yeah. on that gross, dong man. yeah like giant 40 someone kept it yeah. <laughs> someone yeah. kept his penis and they say and they have it in a sideshow it's uh maybe it's a, like a metaphor for like um environmental issues like when whales beach and stuff like that because you know at this end of it they say you know people even forgot where it came like where these bones came from they all think they were whales or whatever and even right. the penis was there. They marketed it as a whale's penis, but like it just it didn't go anywhere. There was actually no story to it. it didn't go anywhere, and it's gross. There's a giant. <clears throat> if the guy and and I bet Jason will agree with me on this. If the guy wanted to tell, if you just had to get this story out, this was your 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 creative sort of force, right? You had to do it. Film this, like just with with a camera and actors. And then make the giant CG or green screen it if you want. There's no need to go to all the trouble of building all of these characters and and rigging them and animating them just to go about their lives in a very mundane fashion. Yeah, because for, right. for me they look like kind of the characters didn't look like stock characters you could buy off the internet for you know a hundred bucks yeah. or so. There's nothing right. There's nothing groundbreaking about any of the animation style. Yeah. You know. It didn't look like it was like a real shots or anything like that. You, it was 100% CG. You could tell, yeah. mm -hmm. and the story. I mean, there was nothing, nothing there. This is like, hey, there's a dead body on the beach. That's yep. really huge. Yep, that's weird. And <laughs> right, like, <laughs> this should be a big deal. <laughs> like, they're giants out there, you know, yeah. yeah. dudes. And how this guy die? Like, what? There's so many questions here. And you're just like, no Man. government. Yeah, no <laughs> government tents at all show up. Yeah. yeah. Nobody seems too too must or worried about this. Someone cuts off his penis and steals it, man. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Great dick theft. <laughs> no, and I, and, I, and I think that's why I said it's the, probably the hardest one to judge because I'm intrigued by this world, but nothing in the, the 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 short made me care that I wanted to know any. Like you said, there were so many questions I had, and I'm like, and maybe this short's going to touch on some things and give some mythology or some world building, and it gave me nothing, and I was like, well. It did leave me interested in wanting to know about this world, but on the same token, I was like, "If you didn't care enough to tell me, then why should? Why do I care about knowing the rest?" So, whatever. Yeah, but yeah, I think that this one was probably one of the weaker ones on out of both seasons, but especially out of this season. You have to ask yourself, what the fuck has gone on in this world prior to this, where this ain't a big deal, and no yeah. one seems to give a fuck. Like, like it's not like it's like <laughs> this is the first giant human they've ever seen, and it's right. like. Cool. This is this is neat. Hey, bring the kids. Let's go see this giant guy really? land on, on the beach. He's dead. So after we last week's alien invasion, this ain't shit though, right? I'm like, <laughs> what what happened the week prior that this they ain't a big deal? They must live in the Marvel universe or something. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only time people are just like, mm -hmm, okay. Hey. I've seen guys. Don't care where it came from. Don't care where it's going. A robot from Kobe <laughs> had us once. I'm gonna go poke it with a stick and let my kids walk all over his dong. <laughs> you better get there soon before the body rots. Uh, so, yeah, that thing should have smelled terrible after, like the second or third day. Yeah, because he started to rot, and then people were still like walking on him. Uh. Yeah. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Well, shifting gears to rotten bodies, dead things, and all the above, uh, Netflix is so sad to say goodbye, but brought us the final season, supposedly, of Castlevania uh, season four. So we get to follow Alucard and, you know, Trevor Belmont and everybody else that was involved to wrap up the storyline. So I know Jaren didn't get a chance to really catch up and watch it all. Shit, so okay. it's going to be probably. <laughs> <laughs> and it's gonna probably be you, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I uh, figured that much. You say so, that it's not Simon didn't make it in yet. Like that's the only Belmont no, no. I remember. They saw Simon's him. way yeah. down the line, like from Trevor. Like Trevor. He, yeah, uh, yeah. Simon like, Trevor's the, the original, right? right? From the uh, no. Uh, so well, in the games, I think Simon might have been the original, but. He's when been they expanded mythology in the game master and shit, you know, he's been doing his thing. He's been holding it down. I just, why isn't he in this yet? Like, how many months <laughs> we got to get through to get to the good ones? Well, All Trevor's the, well, <laughs> Trevor's technically <laughs> a, a fan favorite as well. Trevor, Richter, and Simon are probably the three most popular ones that people will name. Um, and Trevor's guy. the, well, Trevor's the first one to beat Dracula technically in the, the mythology of the yeah, whole yeah. thing. So, that's why they started with Trevor. But anyway, uh, yeah, so, yeah, four season. I mean, the whole series, like I said, I know you guys didn't watch it all, but I would tell you to binge it. It's really fucking good. Uh, season four wrapped up pretty much all the storylines. Maybe some weren't all as fulfilling, like my man uh, Isaac, who left Dracula, had to find his way. I thought his story arc was probably the cleanest out of all of them. So he is like a forger for Dracula, he makes the creatures or whatever. Once Dracula's betrayed and Dracula's killed, he basically has to escape to the other side of the world, kind of almost Daenerys type, <laughs> and starts building up his own army army because he's a forger, so he can do that, and going through towns and slaughtering people and slaughtering towns in the name of, like, Dracula. But in his process of doing it, he starts realizing that, like, like I'm not upholding to any master anymore. Like, I can do what I want to do, but also these people aren't, like the scum of the earth, like Dracula told me, because he's a human, but humans treated him so shitty because actually he's a black guy in there. Uh, they treated him so shitty, he rolled with Dracula. It was like, fuck you guys. Like, he treated me better than all you guys. And so, but through his journeys, he realized that all humans aren't bad and all humans aren't scum. And he basically goes just to avenge Dracula's death. And once he avenges it, he pretty much like sits as a king of a place, of a town, and is like, hey, I'll just rule this. And we just won't, like, eat and destroy everybody. But everybody gets a nice conclusion to their storylines, which I thought was phenomenal. Um, But let's be real. Everybody watches Castlevania for the fucking action scenes. The fight scenes and action scenes in this are just, oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, I just, yeah, I I have to, sometimes I rewind them because it's like, so especially when I can get Alucard to fight and he's letting the fucking sword do his thing while he's fighting. It's just, it's just great. Like, they know what everybody came for. And so if you're a Castlevania fan, I'm pretty sure you're already on this. If you're not a Castlevania fan, but you do enjoy anime and those type of sorts, dive in, go from season one, knock it all the way through because it's finally over. And uh, the end of the conclusion is pretty good. I mean, it. it I wish they would have kept Trevor dead, which they alluded to that he had died, but they didn't. They, you know, they suckled it back and he ended up getting his way out and whatever. But... Yeah, it's just me because I'm more of like characters to die. Yeah, yeah, I love just characters to die at the end of things. Like, don't bring people back. Like Stranger Things, I'd have been so much happier if Harper would have stayed dead. It would stay dead, but we know he's going to bring him back. So whatever. Um, but yes, I, I, I suggest it's in his contract. 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. I mean, what else uh, is David Harbour going to do? The freaking Hellboy was terrible. So yeah, he's going to be a Black Widow. He's going to be what? Black Widow. Black right? Widow. Oh yeah. Well, he looks good in that, but yeah, beyond yeah. that, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot all about that Hellboy. Oh my god. Yeah. You can't, you can't do. You can't remake a movie. You can't remake a movie after two movies that went before were pretty much masterpieces. Like Hellboy's no. a masterpiece. And then you make that turn, like, that's just trash. Yeah. That's just trash can right there. And they hyped it up because they're like, oh, we're going to follow the storylines of the, of the comic books even better than it. It's going to be just like it's going to be rated R. And it's like, I'll just chat all over this. I didn't give up one. <laughs> well, <laughs> when, I, when I found out the chick from Resident Evil was in it, I was like, oh, this movie got to be bad. Because <laughs> yeah. if you take out the fifth element, she's done nothing good. So, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Hold on. I'm thinking, no, no, not. I'm thinking maybe uh, Resident Evil, no, not Resident Evil, no, no, she nope. didn't do anything good. <laughs> no, no, no. And Fifth Element, she spoke the least amount, so that lets no. you know maybe it's a formula there. Just <laughs> let her look pretty and don't say nothing, and maybe it's going to be a good movie out of it. Uh, the board Dallas multi-pass, just keep it to that. <laughs> <laughs> multi-pass, please help. <laughs> right? But then we can't care that much, too, because, I mean... Bruce Willis has been putting out just the, the shittiest movies oh, you can find. He's just owning it in. Just he's just collecting paychecks now. He's like, I is he like old. broke? Is the child support that expensive? Like, what is he? I doing? mean, he's got like forty kids. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> like, like well, thought- Bruce Willis has always been one of those actors who's like, I don't like to do this anyway. Like, I don't like. Why are we in movies? This is so dumb. And he's like, "That's your job. Why are you so bad about it?" <laughs> and now he's job. like, "I'm so bad." Now he's completely like given up on like even caring even that little bit. And he's like, "I'm not going to even make good movies anymore. I'm just you got money. All right, I'm in. And I'm not going to promote any of this. You don't <laughs> just yeah. put me right. and give me give me a paycheck and I'm good. I got kids. I need to go to college. <laughs> All right, who who's putting out worse movies probably in the last five years? Nicholas Cage or Bruce Willis? Bruce Willis by far. Yeah. And here's the reason why because Nicholas Cage loves what he does what he's doing. He's having yeah. fun. His movies yeah, aren't also, good, but he's having fun doing I mean, them. yeah. He was he Nicholas Cage could have been in the runnings, but then he put out that new Five Night at Freddy's horror movie and totally redeems himself. So or or Mandy, which is freaking phenomenal too. Mandy is great. <laughs> Mandy's really good. So like and what was the other one? Um what was it? The one where him and mom and dad or something where like the adults become like it's psycho. Um it was on I think Hulu, but Nicolas Cage is in it and I forgot who the mom is in it. Um that was actually really good. I can't think of the name of it now. I- I'll look it up as you guys speak. But uh <laughs> <laughs> Nicolas Cage is having fun, and that's the yeah. and you can even though the movies are terrible, you can see that he's having fun in them, and that's all that really matters to me. It's like, are you having a good time? Great. I don't care if your movie's shitty as long as you're having a good time doing it. I Not when like your movie's shitty and you look like you're having a terrible time. Like that's yeah. also yeah, I feel bad. like we're in on the joke with Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Like, we're, we're like this is my this is my career. This is what I like to do is make these terrible movies and it's fun yeah. for me. Yeah. And I'm not taking <laughs> this too seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we gotta give him a pass too, because he was in um Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. So yeah. He was the second best Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. I okay, go it's my... called uh, Mom and Dad. That's what it's called. Mom and Dad, oh, 2017. 
I love that you said the title of it when trying to describe it to us, and that didn't. It didn't. It's about a mom and a dad. I can't remember. Yeah, the name yeah, yeah. I could, but I couldn't think of the title because I could just see the face. But uh, yeah, it's basically like the whole town's adults like either catch some virus or something and go insane, and the kids basically got to take out their you know mom, mom and dad. So this is like zombie um, virus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Selma Blair is the mother that's that plays the mother in it. Uh, yeah, check it out. It's on Hulu, I believe. But I think if you guys check it out, granted, it goes to the point that he's putting out better movies than shitty Bruce Willis. <laughs> like, yeah. there's uh, the one with uh, him and um, the well, this other dude was, was in terrible movies, but it's uh, like the spacefaring one. And I was like, I want to give this a try. And I was like, in five minutes in, I was like, nope, turn it off. <laughs> Who this Bruce, was uh, Bruce Willis? Yeah, this is just came out. I can't remember the name of it either, but it's like him, he's in space doing space stuff. Yeah. Armageddon 2. He <laughs> <laughs> resurrected his body. Armageddon for you. Astronauts going to do the thing that astronauts can do because they're right. astronauts. Yeah, it's I a lot that. easier to train an astronaut who's a really smart person to do a to drill holes than it yeah. is to train an oil driller to be an astronaut. <laughs> Did you you hear that? I don't know if it's a rumor if it's real. But I it's think real. it was it was uh, uh, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, Affleck asked like, the director yeah. that Michael he Bay. Like, he's like, yeah, and Michael Bay was just like, uh, how about fuck you? Don't ask that question again or something. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> his response. <laughs> response like, yeah, uh, I'm reading this the screenplay here. I didn't, you know, thank you for hiring me. This has been great. Um, but wouldn't it be easier if the astronauts learned how to do this? Like <laughs> Michael Bay's like, shut the fuck up! Don't bring that shit up ever again. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Am I writing? <laughs> <laughs> this is the movie that you're signed up for. Right, right. Absolutely oh. ridiculous. Love it. Yeah. I could more believe Steve Buscemi could be an astronaut than actually a driller. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but no. Um, other than that, man, guys, I don't think we have anybody. I guess I'll try to do this once a month. So it is May. So is it any TV, movies, books? Comics, anything that you are listening to, watching, reading that you would suggest for the public to get into or get involved in. I know we're waiting until the Nevers wraps up so we can do a whole season recap on that. Uh, but, um, Jaren, do you have anything that you suggest people should watch, see, view anything that you're into? I highly recommend the Nevers. Um, last week was awesome. I guess we'll talk about it later. Um, if you're a comic book fan and you're looking for something different, um, IDW does a Ghostbusters comic book, which is my favorite comic book at uh, currently as it stands right now. They take everything from the movie, from the, the video game, and even the toys from the, the 80s, and they, they're all involved. You can tell the people that draw and write this have a lot of love for the subject matter. They extend Winston's character and give him much more fleshed out and better backstory where he's an ex-Marine which is why they even, you know, initially hire him. Like, it's, it up. <laughs> it's a great comic book. So I highly recommend that. Okay, Jason, anything that you – I know last time you re referred to uh, Wheel of Fire, the book series, oh, correct? Uh, uh, Wheel of Time. Wheel, Wheel of, of Time, Time, excuse me. Book series, 14 books long, but every – I mean, it's great. I love it. They're making an Amazon show. Um, have, I, have we talked Shadow and Bone? We talked about Shadow and Bone. We have not talked Shadow and Bone yet. I think we should talk about that next week because that okay. is something that happened. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything, but yeah, Shadow and Bone. Oh, there's also this Netflix show that came out, I want to say two years ago, that was really, really phenomenal. Did not get picked up for another season. 
I absolutely loved it. It's called Daybreakers. Um, it is this mm. wacky show, but it has a lot of heart to it. So, like the first couple episodes, you're like, "Oh, this is kind of like a ripoff of um, Zombieland or whatever." But like as you get deeper and deeper, it's actually a lot of heart, a lot of good like characters. So, uh, if you haven't seen Daybreakers, I recommend like taking a gander at it, even though it didn't get picked up for another season. Okay. We'll talk about Shadow and Bone next week. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right, well, Shadow and Bones on the queue for next week. Then we get a head start on that one. Um, I guess the thing I am going to recommend is kind of I'm just gonna call it right. It's going to be Cannon Blaster on Netflix. It's anime, but it's black folks in anime. So I'm always going to suggest that when we get a chance, when we're not getting offed. What's up? And all have big lips like they used to do back in the old Oof. Dragon Ball Z. No, era. no, it's no, no, Mr. Popos from <laughs> Dragon Ball. No, 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 no. <laughs> she gave us real black characters <laughs> that actually, you know, are in like are dope characters or whatever. So I would say I would suggest that. I think it's only one or two seasons anyway, but uh, it's a Netflix original. So um, goes into it. Also has like the like Yasuke did, which I know blasphemy for even bringing that up on this show because we all hated it. <laughs> but just like Yasuke, it does have like a lot of those lo-fi and hi-fi beats in the background with it while it goes on. But I definitely would suggest um, getting into that. And then the other one, the book I had, um, it's called The Ables, A-B-L-E-S. Um, a guy that used to do cine- Cinema Sins, he wrote a book series. It's called The Ables. Uh, it's like the first one. And the second one, I think, is called Strings. And I know he's the third one out that I have not read yet, but I love it. I think the book is dope. It's about basically handicapped superheroes. They live in a world where superheroes are a known thing. Differently but able. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Differently able. So, yeah, but like some of them, but their powers counteract sometimes like their disabilities and whatever. So that's what makes it dope because they band together and they can actually work as a team working off each other's powers because like one guy can move move objects with his mind but he can't see so he can use another person's ability to see like it's it's a good book like i really really enjoy it and when i first when i when i finished the second one i found out he had a third one i immediately put that on the order list and then i was going to do it on kindle and i did it then i was like you know what i want to buy the hard copy you know to support this dude so i actually have two copies of this dude's book like just to support him and hopefully keeps doing it. But yeah, I would say that would be my book recommendation. recommendation is the Ables, and I'm surprised it still has not been made into a movie yet because it's it just a great be. premise. <laughs> Better, worse, or the same as Handyman? Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to say they are the same as Handyman because Handyman, did, he stopped the crimes. No, he did. <laughs> He did I stop the crabs. <laughs> I don't think you want that kind of representation. <laughs> Every time he fell out of the window. Yeah, no, I know. It, it's, it's not but very he well. fell out and he flew back up. So <laughs> things that cannot happen in today's <laughs> Oh my God. Handyman, Oh my god. Slapping kids in the head with with a sock with nah, bro. We <laughs> I know. I feel like Homer and come back. <laughs> uh, what was the, the dude, Jim Carrey's character? That was Fire like Bill? no, oh, the, yeah. the the, the weightlifting yeah. chick, oh, uh, yeah. like Ivana oh, or whatever. Yeah. Like that was a chick that just took too much steroids that looked like a man. Can't yeah, get that off. Yeah, man. definitely can't. Yeah, can't like we talk about men on film, can't get that <laughs> off now. <laughs> yeah, See, it's a bunch know, of as those. a kid, I did not get it. 
but now as an adult, I was like, ah, they were gay. I yeah. <laughs> You're like, I didn't know like every- tiny hats. <laughs> right. Like, tiny hats. Oh, this is fun. <laughs> Which is well, also weird. Like, my parents let me watch that. It's like, yeah. you know, all sorts of non things that, you know, a second grader shouldn't watch on this sh- on living <laughs> But we were all oh, sitting that's right. Every time it was a, a woman's movie, they hated it. That, that, was, that was the whole premise that it was yeah. a woman's movie who were two gay men, so obviously it's nothing for us. So we hated it. <laughs> so not only were they gay, they were sexist gays. <laughs> oh man, well, I guess that is a bit no better time to end the show on that. Uh calling someone, you know, homosexual sexist gay. So that being said, guys, if you like more of this content and enjoy what you're hearing listening to, or watching, please remember to like, subscribe, share, and follow on YouTube and on Facebook under Head Cannon Circus. On this site, we have a, a music program as well as a wrestling program. I even sneak in a sports program from time to time as well. So if it is some kind of show that you actually would like us to watch or review, let us know in the comments. If it's a book that you want us to read, um, we'll, we'll figure out time to get it done and read it as well. So I, I can't read, so I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll give Jason the audio. The Duke of Nerds get the audio version. So <laughs> make sure it has audio for him. Uh, but we'll do that as well. But again, we'd like to thank everybody for watching and listening. Uh, the reception has been great and positive. I do want to note that um, the only real backlash we've gotten is that people are still mystified about how we don't have Aang as our number one avatar on all of our lists. And we'll, we'll save that for another day. I actually want to bring on one of the guys that feel that way. And have them defend themselves. Hopefully, I can get them on next week and have them defend why Angus should be the best avatar. And then we'll go from there as we just, shout him down. Let's a, yeah, let's just get a collection of all the angry comments and make fun of them. Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> well, if we get more, I, if we get some, I will. I will do that. Hell, I haven't. I haven't. I want to invite them on so we can argue. Like you said, shout them down and embarrass them and tell them why their opinions completely wrong. So <laughs> not only are your opinions wrong, but you're a you're a bad person. And you don't deserve. <laughs> space like right there we'll put them in a half box <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you're a bad person that'd be awesome well guys like always i appreciate you guys joining me and i really really do i love doing this every single week hopefully you guys love it as much as i do too and we will see everybody next week peace see ya Bye.